You're listening to a DM podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you the podcast with the best banter, greatest gut feels, and most ridiculous narratives on planet Earth. Get ready to dominate the NRL fantasy season with the team from Top King League. G'day guys, welcome to Talking League, we're at the round 10 NRL Fantasy Wrap, I'm your host TK and we've got a full house tonight and we've got a, a new addition to our team on a full time basis. We'll introduce him first, Kyle Lomas will be joining us on the Sunday show for all the rest of the season. Kyle, congratulations on your appointment to first grade, man. Thank you very much, mate. Um, I've been pretty firing pretty hard in Richie's, mate. I think it was time for an elevation and I'm finally uh, making the, the debut. I'm ready to go. Nah, welcome to the team. Now introducing a regular, Andrew Burden. G'day, Andy. Uh, boys, it's good to be here full strength. I tell you what, looking at your three heads, it's, it's actually quite quite attractive. So we're a good, attractive bunch. Um, the best kind of heads for radio, I'd say. <laughs> That's a good joke for you. Nah, look, nah let's, get it, let's get it on. And good magic round weekend. Uh, he's coming. He's back. Billy Smith, we found him. <laughs> he's out of missing persons, but it's great to see you back here, Corbs. Yeah, good to be back. Just copying it. I'll listen to a couple of pods again. It sounds like I... Last time I came in after a few off and, yeah, you didn't miss me, Billy oh. Smith. Every time I go away, there's a new bloody nickname that goes with. But it always comes back to the snake. Yeah, true. They're, they're always deserved nicknames. So I deserve it. <laughs> now, boys, let's rip into tonight's show. Like, we're, we've just kicked off the second half of the Cowboys and oh. West Tigers. So let's just kind of go, how have we all travelled? Kyle, why don't we start with you? How are you kind of tra- tracking this round, man? Uh, yeah, but I just um, I just clicked over uh, 800. Uh, I, uh, I was pretty lucky um, with the Elliot and the Aitken out. I was able to uh, engineer a couple of good little loops. So I'm sitting um, at 818, uh, and I've just got Tuolangi in play here, uh, uh, sitting at 637 ranks. So going all right. Um, so, yeah, um, a good good um, green, green arrow for me this week. Nice. Corbs, have you bounced back this round? Yeah, there's a little bit of bounce back. Um, I was talking to you boys before. It's turned out to be not a bad move. With the Elliott news out, I'd already played Max King up in my interchange, so I wasn't going to get – I was going to be down a mid. So I just held off, and I was really hoping that McInnes got back that 13, and it sort of played out to my liking. And I just went for it, and Schneider actually went okay. But, yeah, played McInnes, and he – Scored pretty well, and now it looks like we'll talk about it a bit more. He he might go all right now, but yeah, I'm currently sitting at Jesus. A few technical difficulties. Uh, come back to me. Thanks, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're gonna be back in bloody reserve grade. He's no, no, okay. Thanks, thanks for adding value. Okay, I'm on 775 <laughs> at the moment. Yeah, you've added a lot of value on your comeback, mate. Jesus. And I'm into 980 rank, so I'm back in the 1,000. So that's good. Well done, Corbs. Now, Andy, save the show, mate. You've had a bit of bounce back with your, your power players. Even though they lost today, they've kind of brought you a little bit up further up the ranks. Yeah, and look, there was a lot of discussion on dropping Moses. And you know, we had a hunch. I had a hunch he was not the old, the Moses of old. 
<laughs> he, he's not that fat track, track bully. Like, he's 70, what is he called? 71. So I'm spewing, um, is Moses better than Cleary? Is that what we're saying here? <laughs> 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 no, we had IPAPs at 80 as well. I've ended up with, I'm on 823 at the moment. And boys, I've cracked a 10K. Wow. I'm back. Wow. I'm oh, back. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Well done, well buddy. Done, hey, what the, a, one per, the one person clap. No, look, it was an experiment. It was an experiment. Like, we, I can't have all three of us going well in the top thousand. So I had to sort of fall behind and show the people that, guys, there's still hope to, to claw your way back. So don't give up. Yeah. <laughs> You're giving everyone hope that you can still run a podcast and be shit. <laughs> yeah. boys, look, I've had a, I'm just going to cut you off because I've had a massive round. 798. I've got four players still to play. I'm about to crack the thousand. I'm with you, Corbs. Yeah, you're right behind me. I was having a look at the one of the leagues that we're in, and you're snapping right my heels. I think you might get me because I've I've got three playing. I've got but, an ally, but he could dead set go negative. Yeah, it'll go close. It'll go close. But I, I think we both should be sitting in the top thousand. Well, I don't think I'm going to go backwards from here because I've got three playing. So look at that, now, three members of the talking league in the top top thousand. That's why we actually that brought would. you in to actually get your rank, actually, Kyle. So, so yeah, to get better, a better average. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're. <laughs> You're nipping at my heels too, though, you TK and Corby. You guys are both nipping on me as well, man. You guys are catching up. Yeah. That's good, though. Must, must be Cottery. The, the biped, I probably, like, looking at my team and even the bringing in McInnes, I bought in Burton as well this week, which I think we all sort of stuck to our guns with that talk last last week, yeah. Um, mm. But it's my team's not as by planned as I, I thought I was going to be. Hey, Corbs, what did you say? Did you say bye? Yeah. That's a that's a good one. I was, you did tell us that you had a song ready to go for the bike planning. Is, is that going to be? That's the now regular. That's the now regular. Every time we say bye, it's coming on. Yeah. Well, it's going to cop a hiding in the next few weeks. <laughs> isn't it? All right, boys. Let's rip in. How good is this bloke? Cole, do us the honors. Who's your start of the week? Yeah, Brian Madison. Man, he came off the bench for power, and he was just unstoppable. Running hard as, looking to offload every time he got the ball. Got that awesome try. Um, man, he was just electric. And, uh, yeah, he's my start of the week, man. He's he's coming on strong, and he's going to be a real good pickup. Soon. Yeah. He was on the hot topics. We might as well talk about him now. Kyle, the value, 700 grand. We did cover him in buy, hold, sell, avoid with Corbs. I think, Corby, you you actually the one that – or was it Shooter? One of you both analysed it. But we'll talk about it now. Like, the thing is – He's coming off the bench. Imagine he started. Like, could you pay this for a benchy? The way he's going, yeah, I reckon you could. Yeah, it's um, it's definitely worth it. And, um, you know, I actually like his role off the bench. He's actually going better off the bench than when he starts. Like, when he starts, yeah, he's probably going to get a better score. But I think he's awesome impact off the bench. And I think these, way, these scores that he's putting up are probably going to continue. He's playing a good minutes off the bench and he's fresh coming on against that sort of more tight defenders and he's just running at everyone hard offloading and you know plenty of attacking stats and, and he's been scoring a few meat pies so I don't think you're going to see his scores drop off too much yeah Andy you know you watch it closer than all of us with Parramatta but the thing with Dal Finucane going down I reckon he's going to be rubbed out for a long long time and I reckon Madison you know what Freddie's like we love a dual player Freddie loves a dual player I reckon Madison might be a crack on the bench for New South Wales 
Well, you know, Free loves doing those those light bench or the light interchange. He doesn't look like the big boppers. Like, yeah, you got Junior Paulo, but just that quick feet for Origin, the people that can play good minutes and and have a bit of impact. And geez, he's had some impact, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Like, so I think this, with with his minutes, 55, 50, 55, and I think Kyle said it there. Like, it's just those big biceps running at tight defenders. It, <laughs> It's just crazy. How good is he? Yeah. And also the contract factor, well, we'll bring that up again. He still hasn't signed, so he is playing for that dollars. Yeah. Cash, Cor- cash money talks. Corbs, your yeah. stud now this week. It was one of those things we've been saying for a number of weeks. People have been wanting to sell this guy out. We gave him a lot of advice about holding. Go Take it away with Tago. Yeah, and like looking back at his scores, he'd just been doing his thing really, but – his base, when you look at that, his average was just in the low 30s, which I, I don't think's bad. And then all of a sudden he gets those attacking stats and 67, which will bump his price back up to what we sort of were sitting at earlier in mm. the year. Yeah. And now he's just a, he's going to hold that cash. And I, I think I'd probably look to just keep him mm-hmm. for the whole year with his jewel yeah. and his position in a good attacking side. So. Yeah, it was always a bit of a silly one. I thought people selling him. That that's probably I've talked about it a few times. My lesson from last year, when you've got these guys and they get their sort of what's their max and their break even sort of outweighs what they're scoring, and then you all of a sudden you're like, oh, they're going to leak coin. You just got to ride a bit of a roller coaster mm. up and down and just keep them, um, knowing that that's the cash is going to come back and forward, um, unless there's like a mm. big injury or they're out for a few weeks. Or they're, you know, a certain bloke that has made their coin. But Tago, he he doesn't fit that criteria because he's um he's ticking a lot more boxes than the usual cheapie. Yeah, big time. Now, Andy, you know, I don't agree with all your trades, but I definitely agree with this one because I reckon he's the best player in NRL fantasy at the moment. Oh, he's gun. Ice, uh, ice popsicles. Yeah. Mate, you know what? I reckon you invented that because you said it last year and then everyone yeah, started copying you, I reckon. Uh, I think – IPAPS was his nickname last year, but I think Ice Paps are cool. So I'm not sure if no, I mean, that's caught on. <laughs> IPAPS caught on when you kept saying IPAP. That's really caught on now, man. He's, he's, he's a beast. He, he, he did not get that. Someone hey. else has said, hey, <laughs> I'm hey. not giving that to you. Hey, Billy, Billy, go be a coach. He's up. You'll have your time in a, in a couple of minutes. He's up. For uh, more time hey, sitting he, away. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Shut your lips. Shut your lips. <laughs> Uh, no, he's absolutely killed it again. 48 tackles, sorry, 33 tackles, three tackle breaks, and two tries. He's just a barnstorming second rower. Like, what can't he do? And it's against the top teams too. You know, you got yeah. Roosters, Panthers, a double 80 effort. So it was the best idea of bringing this man in. And everyone who did, geez, they benefited. They benefited massively. And like you said, doesn't play Origin, so he's only going to miss one game in the bye. Yep. Um, yeah, he's a weapon. All right, boys, I've got a confession to make. I'm dumping Nico as my love interest, and I'm bringing in Ruben Cotter. Now, boys, not only has he got the sexy moustache, the haircut, his work rate, that try he scored where he dummied to the opposition. Like, he didn't even dummy to his own team. That's how good he is. They just fall for his dummy. <laughs> and I think he's, yeah, he's definitely going to be playing Origin. He's just too good to leave out now. But, yeah, if you don't have him, you've got to get him. I think he's just getting way too expensive because he's going to score nearly 100 tonight. Hey, you can have two. You can have a threesome. Like, you don't have to drop Nico so easily. No, nah, I'm a one-man man. man. <laughs> you're loyal? Yeah, yeah. You're not loyal, but yeah. I don't cheat. <laughs> 
All right, boys. No, 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 no. Billy Smith, why don't you kick us off with the dad side? Josh, that's you I'm referring to. Yeah, I um, I went Garrick. Unfortunately, he sort of needs turbo on the Eagles firing, and they did not. They did everything apart from that. 13, which is a very ordinary score. A lot of people were sort of looking for that wing fullback. I did hear his name get thrown out a little bit for the Pappy because he was a bit cheaper, thinking that Turbo was going to bump his scores up. But, yeah, they would be very disappointed, and I think it might be a bit of a wasted trade because Turbo also doesn't look 100%. Yeah, that knee looks pretty bad, eh, Corbs? It'll be interesting to see how long he can actually last on it, man. Yeah, well, Turbo nearly went into duds, but he scored a little bit more. I just went for the lowest scoring sort of bloke through the games, and Garrick was, yeah, as I said, I heard his name mentioned a few times, and, yeah, ouch for those that brought him in. Big time. Kyle, dud of the week, man. Yeah, uh, Silver Talakai again. Eh? Um, I think the teams have just worked out how to how to defend against him. You know, they just get all in and just really um, swamp him and, and, and get that, um, secure that ball so he can't get that offload. And, uh, yeah, I just think um, uh, his, his time's coming to an end as a centre. And, you know, everyone predicts that with centres – they're very volatile and, you know, his luck was always going to run out. And I think, as I said, teams have sussed him out and how to defend against him now. So I think it's time to move on from him if you have him and look to look to offload. There you go. We'll go into it probably in more detail on Tuesday, but a sell there from Kyle. Now, Andy, your dud of the week. Mine is uh, Xavier Coates. So <laughs> he actually, he actually seeing in his magic round, he actually made – a uh, magician trick, and he made his points disappear and go into minus one. <laughs> so, a thousand one hundred and thirteen people brought him in. So, wow. yeah, Melbourne just seemed very average without little Papi. So, yeah, Coates, mate, well done, good magic trick, um, and uh, it's a bit of a uh, unfortunate sequences of events for those people that brought him in. Well, it's one of those traps, right? When you you don't bring in, I feel players when they're playing Penrith because they've got the best defence in the comp, right? Like, you could see the level of opposition coats with due respects to what the Dragons, the Knights and the Warriors, much different proposition, especially for a winger. And like you said, pups out just takes a lot of juice and dry muse. They would have been chasing points from your 68, your 52, yep. 30 last week against the Dragons, but yeah, unfortunate. Big he, time. He, scored five, he scored five points in the second half. He was on minus six half but <laughs> that's, a, that's a magic act right there. So he made him disappear, then reappear. Big time. Boys, I had TPJ. How do you only have one offload against one of the worst defences in the NRL? Like, it was – I don't know what was wrong. Maybe he's got the flu or something because he just didn't look right all game. Like, he was puffed every time he took the, a hit up. So maybe there was something in the back that we just didn't know. Well, mm. I just don't like – boys, do you like his role between kind of switching between corps? Switching between the middle and the edge. I'm not really a big fan of it. I think they've just got to – Think is he an edge or is he a middle? I feel. I'd I'd play him like that, Matto. Just get on there and get loose. Yeah, pop the ball. He's not going to hit all his targets, but he doesn't when he tries to anyway. Just get him on there. Yeah, as I don't think the role at the moment's not working, but the, the doggies just look a bit clunky as well. Yeah. Well, the big rumor is you know the coach Trent Barrett's getting the sack tomorrow. Who would you put in? Yeah, I'll I'll put Flano in. Look, I'd put one of us in. We're in. I was going to say, I'm picking Corbs. He's doing coaching training. That TPJ call was good. Oh, Corbs, you're up. Go for it. Just, yeah, as, good uh, look, just uh, as good looking too, mate. Another bald coach. Now, they've already got Todd Payton and Fitzy. <laughs> I, I think you, you'll be right, though. I think they'll go Flanagan. 
Imagine that. Cole get captaincy. He'll be goal kicker. Because there was rumours that the Flanagan duo was going to go Super League together at the end of the year, but this might halt that, and he might be the new doggies coach. Would, if he would that well. be a, would that be a record for the, when Jacob Arthur plays? Jacob Arthur, <laughs> Nathan Cleary, Ivan Cleary. It's a lot. Um, Kyle Flanagan, Jay Flanagan, Walters as well. Yeah, they're all halves. Walters yeah. too. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, like, and Billy, geez, that's four. That's yep. crazy. And they're all halves. Yeah, Jeez, big time. That's unreal. <laughs> All right, boys, not a lot of injuries this week. It was a lot more kind of head knocks. Go through the list. Corey Rodella, HIA. We've got Josh Maguire, groin. Jacob Host, shoulder. Jerome Hughes was actually a calf injury, they're saying, not illness. Ben Travojevic, AC joint. Tamari Martin, hip flexor. As Corb was mentioned, Tom, uh, Tom Travojevic, issues with his knee. Dalfa Nukin, a really bad head knock today. Victor Radley, sinusmosis. So, interesting there. Suspensions on the minor side as well. Nick Meany, Jack Murchie, Sam McIntyre, Chris Patolo, and uh, Sipley, all facing fines. Jared Weirahagros did a, a really bad crusher today. I reckon he'll get charged for that for sure. But apart from that, mm. everything else seems in the clear. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're just going to go to a quick break, and then we'll be back with all the burning questions. All right, guys, we're back, and we've got plenty to talk about. Let's talk Kalen Ponga because, boys, during the week we got criticised a little bit for not touching on this guy, but I think the reason why we didn't touch on him is because he's just not fantasy relevant. Andy, let's talk about Kalen Ponga and your thoughts on him at the moment. My thoughts, my thoughts. I I do have him in drafts, and, geez, it's tough because, like we mentioned (laughs) before, he's just a player that there's just no consistency. You know, and obviously the nights aren't going that well and they're all looking to Ponga to be the saviour and he can't build the team by himself. You know, even with a win, it was all Mitch Barnett on Mitch Barnett's back. You know, Ponga didn't do too much. So if you've got him in draft, I'd say you can drop him through the bench. But it's it's hard dropping a player who's who scored a hundred this season. Yeah. It's just it's just tough. But yeah, I, it just goes to show he's definitely not a, a buying classic. You can't have that volatility, especially at four five hundred and ninety five K. Uh yeah, I think he's just for me, maybe if he shows some signs after Origin, gets a bit of skill. Players do do that. You know, maybe they get that sort of spark from Origin and they get relive that fire. But, yeah, it's going to be a tough one to see if Ponga can do it or not. Yeah, Corpse, do you think he's coming kind of in that NRL relevance? Because I thought he actually played really well. He got in the first receiver, touching the ball a lot. But it kind of, you know, zaps his fantasy relevance, right? Yeah, I'm just looking at his stats because obviously – Fantasy's all on the stats. And that game, it, like, is a massive outlier, obviously, with the score of 102. But you look at all the other stats too, and there is just, like, all his attacking stats are just non-existent in every other game. Like, ridiculously non-existent. There's only about, sort of, maybe two other games where he had a, a hat full of, sort of, stats and they're the last two, which is probably promising signs that he might be getting it together. And they have got a pretty good run coming up. But, yeah, I think he almost is that guy, like you said, he's too far infield where he's creating a bit more, which is good, but then he's not um, benefiting from the actual last pass setting it up. But he's sort of, yeah, doing a lot of the work to allow that to happen outside him. Yeah, Cole, get your thoughts. You know who's back in the next few weeks? Milford, he starts next week. Gagai's back next week. Frizzell's back next week. Clifford's back next week. And Braley's only a few weeks away. Knights could go on a run here, but give me your thoughts on Callum Ponga, Cole. Yeah, sort of like what Andy and um, Corpse touch on. Like um, the amount of touches that he's getting um, and, you know, that ball distribution that he's playing, um, it's kind of taking away from his fantasy scoring. Um, And I just think with the way the Knights are going, 
their attacks a little bit. Um, it's it's quite clunky and it's just creating that real inconsistency for Ponga to really kind of stamp his mark on the game and especially from a fantasy perspective. So I think for him, uh, as I think Andy just touched on it as well, maybe Origin might bring him back into a little bit of form and, and we may see a bounce back factor uh, after after Origin 3 going into the back end of the season there. So, um, yeah, I think we just have to just stay away from him at the moment. Yeah, I think it's an after-Origin play, especially if they start going in a bit of a run in form. He gets you know a little bit of confidence from that Origin period as well. And then those guys that I just mentioned all returning. If they're full strength, I think the Knights can go okay. Boys, next one, we'll talk about another night, Mitch Barnett, because... Came on the radar a little bit with a, a mid-60 sort of score. Corbs, why don't I start with you? Because we're having a little bit of a chat about it on the chat this morning, and you put a few warnings out. So what's – because you've got him in draft, obviously. So give me your thoughts on how he came back and kind of that little warning that you gave to us through. Yeah, my only concern – I was loving it as a draft owner. <laughs> my only concern, he was, he was on that right edge. Frizzell's coming back, and Frizzell's not losing his spot. And then they've got Fitzy on the left edge. I think Barnett is a lot better player out there and defensively, which is what the Knights want more than that attacking edge. But because they lack so much in the middle, they've like Clemmer and the Safidi boys, are, we know they have it, but they're just not showing it this year. Barnett's probably better used in the middle as opposed to Fitzgibbon. So I think his versatility might hurt him in that regard that he'll be used as a mid-rotation rather than the edge. The only probably thing that we might get is that hybrid where the Tohu Harris started where they start in the edge, then come into the middle and then bring Lockie Fitzgibbon on to be a bit of an attacking weapon. Because when he runs those good lines and the knots are in their um in their groove, Fitzy can uh, can go all right out there. But yeah, that's my only worry with him as a draft owner and uh someone potentially buying him. Big time. Boys, let's talk Selwyn Cobbo because he had another blinder on the weekend. Kyle, your thoughts on him because he scored a lot of tries over these last, what, five tries in the last two games. So starting to put a little bit of money on really good duel. Do you think, you know what, I, I nearly think that he might play Origin. What's your thoughts? Yeah, it's another smoky, eh? Like um, someone else that people have really started to talk up uh, in the Origin uh, arena. Uh, I just think that the emergence of the way Adam Reynolds is playing is you know, he's feeding him heaps of ball and, you know, he's getting the kicks, he's getting the passes. So I think uh, while Adam Reynolds is playing well, see what Selwyn Cobbo's feeding off the end of that. Mate, you might end up being right. We'll talk Adam Reynolds because, you know, in the preseason, ladies and gentlemen, Cole, actually, we had this podcast that we did and Cole had him as the cashier of the year or something. And then me and Cole decided we're going to edit it out because we thought that Cole was just <laughs> having a brain explosion. But he's ended up like in the top 10 cash earners for the year at the moment. Like he's put on a, a stack of cash, nearly $200,000. Did we laugh? I'm pretty sure we might have no, laughed. You, yeah. you, no, you <laughs> hey. guys weren't on it. You don't know about me editing it out. Well, it, it didn't happen. I didn't hear it. So I, <laughs> I, might have to, I might have to just get the original file and just give credit, call some credit during the week. Going back to Selwyn Cobbo, have you ever seen a bloke smile so much? He smiles after every mistake, every try, everything. Watch him next game. Just a happy lad. <laughs> he, well, he, he's got a reason to smile. They're playing good footy up there and so is he. But, yeah, he's big, a happy man. Big time. Would you buy him, Cobbs? Uh, what's his price now? It's going to be about mid 400s. Yeah, no, that's going to go up, isn't it? Jeez, he's got a good little last two scores, eh? 63, 53. Mm. Uh, I'd, I'd hesitant. I've got a lot of slot because I've got Suwali there as well in the center wing. Um, 
position. So I've got a few players like that. I feel like it'll just be a bit sideways at the moment. Yeah. I don't really mm. need that. My probably biggest issue is, it probably could be a downgrade, is Talakai. Because I think I'm going to, if I don't get rid of him this week, I'm going to lose a lot. Or do I try and hold him as a bit of a pot against others? Because I know he's going to be probably number one sold this week. Yeah. Andy, thoughts on Cobbo? I'm probably on the... Um, the, point, the fact where he's probably just got inflated score. Like those two games were his best games, but he's also, his last ones were 25, 36, 26, 35, and this first one, 6, 17, 12, 34. Yeah. It, yeah it's five tries in two games, and, and that's 53 with three tries. 23 of those, 24 of those points came from tries. Like mm-hmm. he's not going to do that every game. Even though as Reynolds, good as Reynolds kicks is to that right side, if you're catching the ball and putting it down, there's eight points. Yeah, you know, you're yeah. not getting not getting a line break, you're not getting a tackle break, so it's tough. Um, but yeah, for for that price, I don't know, it'd be too risky. Yeah, Kyle, have you noticed what happened to Lolo? Because he hasn't come back for the second half. I know it's twenty six nah. twelve, but the game's still in the kind of balance. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. No, I haven't seen him come back. I'm not not sure what's going on, mate. Maybe I hope he stays off. Yeah, <laughs> Cotter and, and Drinky are coming off as well. So. Yeah, I saw that, but it's only fourteen points difference. Not like the game's dead. Like keep. Anyway, boys, Adam Reynolds, you were pretty keen on him. We were just talking briefly about him, Andy. You were pretty keen, maybe, on getting him. Look, I don't. He's the top five half or top half half in the game. You know that's that's crazy. Like especially for his price, he's only owned by five percent of people. Mm. So like, it's just a shock to that he's so low. And I oh, saw yeah, best half. So it's just a shock he's so low. And the thing actually excites me, and what why I think it's not really a risk. He does everything. You know, like even in the sheds, uh, Freddie Fiddler was sorry, John's yeah, Fiddler or John's was talking to Gamble and goes, "How good's playing Renault?" And Gamble's like, "Yeah, it's it's the best. Reynolds does everything. All I have to do is run the ball. <laughs> like yeah. you know, he's going to get the ball. He's got a gun kick. He's kicking half, and he's scoring fifties. Fifties is his floor. You know, you're not going to get a bad game from him. So especially with the Broncos going so well, it's four wins on the trot. Uh, I think he could be a, a pretty good." By going into the end of the season. Yeah, 75, 50, 73, 70, three tries in four games, huge kick meters. He's got 11 try assists in nine games. And you think last year at South, he had hardly any try assists. So he's mm. really added that to his game this year. So could be a good buy. 766 is starting to get a little bit expensive. But like Andy, like Andy said, someone that's very, very reliable. Boys, let's move on to the next guy, Burbo, Ben Travojevic. Now, after people got burnt with Isaiah Tass, it looks like more people got burnt with Ben Travojevic this week. Is it too early to put him in Trap City, boys, Corbs? Did he get injured or said an AC joint but nothing confirmed yet? I think that's very similar to Huss, wasn't it? That's kind of injury. Yeah, okay. So yeah. I, I wouldn't be getting him because I know they've got a lot of troops coming back in the next few weeks and they got pumped. Yeah. So that probably isn't a good thing either for him. I think he'll end up on the bench just because of his versatility, but I'll give him one of these. Now, boys, we'll talk about his brother, Tom Travojevic. And, Kyle, even though he's coming into a really cheap, he's going to be, what, somewhere in that 600s, I think, high 600s mm-hmm. to start tomorrow. But still, it's one of those <laughs> things with that knee... It's really concerning because he just doesn't look free out there. At the moment, we have to see post Imagine Origin too. It's only going to get more physical for him. We might not get him at all this year, man. Yeah, man, I'm not even going to go anywhere near him until we, A, know he's 100% and, B, we actually start seeing him, uh, you know, create havoc like he did last year. 
Um, do you think there's a chance that he might not even go to Origin if he's continuing in this form and that that knee problem mm. that he could miss the first Origin? I think if he's available, he'll play. Yeah, yeah. It's just a thought. Like he just didn't look anywhere near 100 percent on um, uh, in the game against Brisbane, and you could see the way he was running and hobbling around. He definitely wasn't 100 percent. I'm actually surprised that Hasler even left him out there. Like he could, you know, could do more injury. You know, could do more damage. So. Um, yeah, there's no way that I'll be, be touching him until he's 100% and he's actually starting the fire. Yes, he's cheap, but I'm not going to buy anyone that's going to give you 30 points in a half half a league. Yeah, big time. And I think the thing with New South Wales, you know, you make a good point because last year we picked two hard, well, fullbacks as the centres, but this year we've got Campbell Graham, Katani Staggs, and Stephen Crichton with three genuine, really good centres there. Yeah. So if they have to go out with, without Turbo, I think they'll be fine. Mm, yeah, they'll be fine, I think. All right, boys. Andy, let's talk the cheese because he just seems out of favour at the Storm, man. He got 31 minutes on the weekend in a game where they were down on troops. Like, something's off, eh? Yeah, look, maybe they're just sort of trying to not rely on him because he's off to the roosters or, I don't know, his minutes are so random too. So, like, I don't, I don't know if there is, even is a bottom price that I actually would pick him up at. Like, once you get 475 in there, it might get even lower. Yeah. Like, is he just off off the radar because he's out of sort of uh, Bellamy's favour. I mm. think it might, we might see that. We might see the repercussions of him leaving, um, which is not really usually like Bellamy. Bellamy usually just plays his plays his um, players until they die, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. You know? And especially if, if he's going, you think you want to burn him out before he goes to the Roosters, but it doesn't seem like that's the case, unfortunately. But cool. yeah, I think I think he's in a void. Corbs, do you reckon he's just trying to teach everyone a lesson that you don't leave the storm? Because you've got a guy like Josh King, who was barely a first grader at the Knights last year, and he's getting something like 65, 70 minutes every week. And you've got Cheese, who was the number one hooker in the game last year, and he can't even crack 30 minutes. Yeah, but like looking at his minutes the last few games, they weren't too bad. 51, 70, 46, 50. He, the 31 then just recently with the against the Panthers – he has been getting okay minutes. It's just he's he just hasn't been scoring. I don't know if he's been told to put away the the offload or I don't know. But I'm, I'm a bit baffled by it because even when he wasn't playing hooker, he would still have those sort of barnstorming runs and tackle breaks and sort of twenty meters out, he was nearly unstoppable there for a little bit. Like every sort of one in three runs inside the twenty, he'd barge over and get a try. But mm. Yeah, I won't be going anywhere near him. Something's a little bit off by him. Big time. Now, boys, let's talk a little bit about the Warriors because some of their kind of really good players are starting to get really, really cheap. I want to talk to you about SJ and Reese Walsh. Boys, am I silly to be kind of interested in, in Reese Walsh, Lomas? Nah, man, no. Nah, I, I actually, um, his involvement on the, on the weekend was actually really good. Like, he had a really good work rate and, you know, he's, he's working real hard for the team from the back, you know, like... He seems to be in, in a lot of their set plays. He's he's running out hard. He's hitting those gaps hard. He's you know he's he's trying hard, and I think he's not far away from from breaking out a good score and and, and uh, maybe get that price to start going north again because he has lost quite a bit of money this year. So I wouldn't I wouldn't push back on anyone that was interested in him and wanted to pick him up because he's a nice little pot option. And you know 
Uh, as I've said about fullbacks, you know, they, they can be a, they can come in and out of form, and and when they hit their straps, man, they can really really punish you if you if you don't own them. So, you know, I, I don't have any problem with anyone having an interest in looking at buying him. Yeah, he's going to be under five hundred k tomorrow, and he hasn't scored yeah. a try yet this game, which is kind of interesting. Their their draw coming up: Dragons, Knights, Manly, Manly in round thirteen, and then they've got a pretty good during Origin. They play the Sharks, Penrith, and Tigers. So it's not a bad time to be playing the top teams with the Sharks and Penrith during that Origin period as well, but I'll be definitely having a look at him for sure. Corbs, I want to talk to you about SJ because he's around 468k. Who would have ever thought that Sean Johnson would ever get that low, but he had a season high on the weekend and looked way more involved than he has in previous games, but any interest there at that price? No, nah, his attitude stinks. <laughs> just, a, just a cold nut. Fair enough, Billy. <laughs> no, nah, just last year and this year, it's just not the SJ of old. Unfortunately, I'll take that back, the first bit. Unfortunately, he just doesn't have the uh, the young body that he used to, and I don't think he's transitioned into, I don't know, a fantasy-relevant player with his how his sort of body is these days. Like, it, you know how we're talking about Benji used to be a gun? Obviously, him and SJ were very similar when they first come on the scene, just step around anything. And then Benji wasn't so good for a while, and then he almost transitioned those last couple of years and just realized that he didn't have that and he was setting up tries left, right, and center. Wasn't he like tri-assist king yeah. there for a little bit? Just manage games. Uh, uh, SJ. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I think SJ probably needs to do that, but he's not, and he's not doing the the um, the um stepping either with his old body. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Andy, any interest in these two boys? Yeah, with, with Shawnee's uh, history, he's had a string of four games with twenty in the 20 points region. So, you know, like one good game is not going to be buy signs. I know he's cheap, but... When you've got like this has been the cheapy halves sort of uh, season, hasn't it? You know, you got Ish Nides and all these players that have been up and coming. Yep. You know, even even Walters is scoring good now somehow. <laughs> you know, like so. Yeah. I think it's. I think there's other things you can sort of make money on, especially instead of having to rely on on SJ. Yeah, big time. All right, boys. Last man on the topic list today is Cameron McInnes, and he uh, Cobbs. You did a nice little trade on him this morning, and now that's kind of timing for you because he's got a nice little cheeky fifty today. But now with probably Dale getting rubbed out for who knows, he's gonna be very important to this Sharks lineup, man. Yeah, and we talked about him in the past, just saying how he needed minutes to be more relevant. Seems mm. like he's getting around that sixty now. Like his last few games, he did have that. Uh, Eighty-minute second row stint, but since he's gone back to his favourite lock position uh, outside the hooker, he's looking to get around that sixty average in the minutes, and especially the last two games. So that is only going to increase, you would think, with no Fanukan, because he they are very similar, and they need him on the park, I think, just to keep things stable in the middle. So that yeah, he could be a good buy for those. The only reason, the only thing that sort of might deter people is he doesn't play the round 13, but sometimes you've got to look past that because I don't think he's going to be any cheaper if he can just sort of sit and lock this role down uh, at 13 in a good team too. Yeah. Is he a, is he a chance for Origin, you reckon? No. Surely he is. He's been in the camp. Nah. He, he's done that before, uh, surely. Nah, I don't like think he's, so. pro- he's proved his ACL sort of back, so he's that kind of player that Freddie likes. I just think he would be more like a number 14, and I think he'll probably go for Nico. Seeing that pops is out. I think but he's, Nico's lost his your love interest, so maybe that maybe Freddie <laughs> as well. Maybe he might change his love interest as well. <laughs> Boys, Todd Payton's cost me 
I'm only overall ranked 1067 because he's taken off. He's not putting Lolo back on. He's taken off Cotter. Cotter was dual 100. Now he's only going to get 63. Huh. There's still 15 minutes, though, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, there's still a fair bit of, um, bit of time. They might come back on late. I don't know what's going on. What's wrong with you? <laughs> oh, beautiful. Here's one, Coach, you don't try and work out, though. <laughs> oh, big time, big time. I'm into 850. There you go. Nice work. All right, boys. A good show, Kyle. Great debut, mate. Thanks for jumping on. Oh, good, guys. I uh, really enjoyed it and uh, looking forward to many more shows. Nice, Corpse. Good comeback, mate. That was pretty impressive by you. After a slow start, actually, you, you didn't go with a start well. <laughs> yeah, I was fumbling around trying to get my phone to check something out, but uh, yep. we got there in the end. You might have a new nickname now, the Jimmy Maloney. Just you may st- stumble, but you still come back with some good plays. Like, you just, didn't short he just memory. Get, just didn't he get done for the Devil's Powder over in just yep. recently? Oh, I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> you you're not, yeah. maybe you're not Jimmy Maloney then. <laughs> <laughs> and Andy, great show, and mate, you'll be stepping up this week. Buy, hold, sell, avoid. You'll be hosting because I won't be. Uh, looking forward to it. So that would be good. That's basically oh, all. God. All I got to do is just. Pre- I'm, I'm just hoping there's buttons to press because Jesus. Well, it could get pretty hectic. All I'm just gonna be I'm just gonna be continuing say TK wouldn't have done this. TK would have done this. Hey, you'll be spot on, I'll tell you what. Yeah, big time. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for leaving all the Spotify and Apple reviews. Just remember Game Day Squad Australia's first fantasy platform that utilizes both blockchain technology and NFTs. The beta site's out now, so register for free and open free starter packs at www.gamedaysquad.com.au. Also, Talking League merch, have a look at that. Four shirts and two mouse pads and one phone case. I actually dropped my phone from 20 metres up at the station the other day. Not really? a scratch on it. You're kidding. No. I thought it was, it was going to be ruined, but yeah, the delete app, it just saved the day. <laughs> I thought it was the it was a bounce back one where it actually bounced back. <laughs> Mate, it was, it was actually bouncing back. Bounce back to you. I was so scared. Brand new phone too. But guys, just head to rugbyleaguemerch.com. Code Talking League will get you ten percent off. The link is also in the episode notes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in, and we'll check you Tuesday with a normal team show. Catch up.